almost got um, robbed in a White Castle once. The employee came out, though, so I didn't. All right. Here we are, Mr. Eric. We're back. Jumping right into it. Uh, we got probably a shorter show tonight. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Tate Sports Show. Um, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network and presented by All.net. Thank you, All.net. Um, my name is Zach Alvaro. I'm joined by my co-host, Eric Newman. Probably a shorter show just because I know both of us want to watch the Suns in about 25 minutes. So um, we will probably not be that short, but it will be somewhat of a shorter yep. episode this time around. Um, anyway, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm good. I got to catch a little bit of the uh, NBA last night. Um, yep. with, and I just, I love the TNT, uh, inside the NBA yeah. at halftime and after games and stuff like that. It's, it is, I don't think it's even that close. The best studio show we've got. Um, oh no, it's for sure the best. And it's not just sports. I yeah. think it's better than other, like yeah. other late night talk shows too. Like I, yeah. even if it's not talking about basketball, I'd rather watch that than most late night talk shows. Yeah, no, they're just genuinely really, really good. Um, yeah. I forgot to change my mic again, so hopefully I remembered early enough this time. It wasn't bad half the episode. Um, it's no, so like, well produced. It is, and like the combination of Shaq and Chuck and Kenny and, and uh, what's the – who's the fourth one? Ernie. Ernie. That's Ernie's the best one. I don't know how I forgot Ernie. Right. Yeah, no, like Ernie, Kenny, uh, Chuck, and and Shaq, like they're just all so funny together. Yeah. But at the same time, when they want to be serious, they're also just really genuinely good at yeah. the job. Now, I will say, when they were trying to get Chuck to guess which team the players played on, that was by far the highlight of the show because he That's got everyone the thing, wrong. Is they don't know, like Kenny Smith is a pretty good basketball analyst, but Chuck and Shaq don't yeah. really know that much about the current no. NBA. Like know. they know it's enough, so but they're not, there's so many insiders who know a lot more than about what's going on, but their yeah. personalities are just so interesting. Yeah. It's honestly just really, really funny. Um, but yeah, no, I, I watched a little bit of the game last night. Um, actually I watched the entire game. So here's my little story. So I get home from Castile volleyball story coming soon. Um, and I sit down and I start watching the Lakers and the Warriors, like the ring ceremony, all that stuff. Right. Um, it gets to about eight 30 ish. And I'm like, okay, well the game's kind of going to be over pretty soon. Like, you know, it is what it is. Right. I leave to go to the gym. Cause I was busy throughout the day. I didn't get to go to the gym, but I was super tired, had a headache all day. I didn't want to go, but I was like, you know what? I need to go. So I get to the gym before I walk in, I put my headphones in. Both headphones are dead. Got right back in my car, went home. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Was, uh, you know what? It, it's not meant to be. Um, and I would, definitely was not going to go without headphones. So uh, neither Sam made up for today. But anyway, no, I did watch the game. It was a good game. I mean, the Warriors are just different. Yeah. It's... They're, they're, they're built different. They got out the mud. Um, they're great. They got and... the dog in them. Yeah. Like, they're just really good. And Steph Curry is just unbelievably good yeah there like, i mean it's there's not even much you can say that's interesting they just are no. a really talented team that plays well together yeah it's just 
you know, it, it yeah. Uh, Braun and Steph combined for over 60, which won me some money, which I'm happy about, um, especially after the debacle of that Monday night game. Can we talk about how bad that was? It was terrible. That was just horrible. Like, and it's funny because I brought it up to my students at Cronkite on Tuesday and they were like, well, you don't like defensive games? And I was like, that wasn't a defensive game. No, it, it was, was just bad, bad execution from the offense. It was just bad football. Yeah. Like the penalties, just the 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 short dink and dump little passes, like it's just bad football. The Broncos are horrible. I never want to see the Broncos on national TV again. I know they have a couple more games. Take them out. Put them to put well, them in London every single week. They're the awful. thing is, there there's an entertainment to a team that can really muck it up. But they're just not that. They're just no, not just good. genuinely bad. Like I remember the the a couple of years with Tim Tebow with the Broncos. Their defense yeah. was incredible. Yep. And it was actually fun to watch those games because even though it would be, you know, 10 to 7 at the end or whatever, they played so hard and they executed on what they were actually trying to do. And that was their game plan to muck it up. But this is just genuinely not well played football. No, they're just awful. Um, and then honestly, the Chargers really aren't that much better. The Chargers are a weird team too. Like, I, I don't understand how. Really, for both teams, you have good quarter. What were good quarterbacks? A ton of talent at wideout. You know, pretty decent running back. I mean, I like Austin Eckler a lot. I really do. Um, and like, you just you can't score points. That sounds like. Exactly like the team in Glendale. Good quarterback, good receivers, good running back, can't score consistently. That sounds true. like the Cardinals to um, me. It's a good point. But no, like, but in all, but the Cardinals aren't on national TV every single week. Yeah. Um, that's true. So, like, the, but the thing is, like, it's just the Chargers didn't even try. They didn't even try to go down the field. You had a minute 30 and Justin Herbert can bomb it like 60, 70 yards. Like, and you don't even try. Yeah. I love Austin Eckler, but like, I'm sorry, but throwing little safety routes to him with a minute left, trying to go win a game. Don't do that. Doesn't make, does not make a lot of sense. And then like to, to put it on your kicker, that's been hurt the entire game. Yeah. It makes no, to go to Mike Williams one time and then you overthrow him and he can't even get the ball in bounds like Mike Williams is in my opinion one of the better wide receivers in the league yeah he's good how do you only go to him for it I, I don't care if you know Sertain was on him and Sertain's great don't get me wrong I would still take my William, Mike Williams in that matchup all day long yeah you gotta at least try it every once in a while I, that was probably the one I, I don't remember a game that I, that made me so irritated where I really had no like besides the last Broncos game before that I didn't even watch it. Yeah, that was irritating I didn't watch it. too. That's the the uh that was what the Thursday game? Yeah, the, the last time they played. Yeah, yeah, see I was covering a game so I didn't have to watch it. Uh, I actually watched better football on a high school field than I did yep. than I could have in the NFL. Yeah. Um but no, like I I was so irritated by the lack of execution from those two football teams. I never want to see them on national TV again. Ship the Broncos to London for every single game of the week. <laughs> I don't wake up until about 9.30. Anyway, that game will be long over by the time yep, I get up. That's on right. 
ship him to London. Take the Bears with him. That's yep. just more of a Jacob Salika. They could play. Shot, they could. But. It could be uh, Denver, Chicago for seventeen games and just have him play. Somehow it would be sixteen all at the end of seventeen games that score a like point nine points per game. Change him to like the the Buckingham Horseman, or if you want to make him fancy, I don't care. Yeah. Just get him out of national TV on and in, in the U.S. I'm over him. Yep, it's just so bad, and I think part of it is because I like I had a lot of like suit like what I thought were going to be like easy parlays going, and I didn't win any of them, and it just really irritated me. Oh, see, I didn't even bet on it. I just yeah didn't appreciate the football that was being played. Justin Herbert to throw one plus touchdown did not hit. Yeah, that's crazy. In what world? Yeah. Like, so irritating. Thankfully, Kevin Durant got over 20 points today, so I made the money back, so we're good. Um, which, by the way, the Pelicans are killing the Nets. Yeah. Do you see that score? Zion's like, been great. They were up by like 18 yeah. or something like that. Um, so, but anyway. Um, let's stick on the topic of NBA really quick. Suns play tonight. They tip off in about 15 minutes, as I mentioned. What are you expecting from the hometown team? I expect it's going to be another playoff year, obviously. Unless something falls apart, they should be another, you know, top four or five seed. Yeah. I don't know that I expect them to be as dominant and be the one seed again. Um, I think that the West has gotten better. The Nuggets have gotten better. The Warriors are good again. The Clippers um, are going to be healthy. The Clippers are going to be healthy. Lakers the, are still awful. It's okay. The Lakers, I don't want to watch them anymore. Yeah, um, me either. They're boring. Yeah. They don't it's, play well. Um, let Bronny take another, over the team. That might be more fun. Yeah. Um, the Pelicans we just talked about could be better. They're, Pelicans the West is going to be good this year, and I think it's going to take a lot for the Suns to get back to that point. I do think they still have to be considered one of the, you know, two or three favorites in the conference. Yeah. Um, the Warriors, I mean, are are ahead above everybody. Yeah. At least at the moment. Um, all healthy and contracts aside. Um, they're the yeah. best. But I think the Phoenix Suns are going to have a good year. And the thing is that um, we, we have gotten spoiled by two really good years of Suns basketball. It didn't end in the playoffs the way – uh, they wanted it to either time, but after 10 plus years of being really, really terrible record wise, they're, they're good again. And so I hope people, regardless of whether it is up to that same standard of last year, still enjoy what this team is going to put out as a product. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, I don't know. It's going to take a lot for them to, like you said, be, that same team that we've seen because of everyone being healthy now in the West. Um, but I mean, I'm still excited. I mean, I think yeah. they're still gonna be good. Yeah. I think they're still, they're still a 50 win team for sure. I yeah. think in my opinion, I think so too. Um, so we'll see what happens tonight. I mean, I, I, I'm just wondering if it's going to get chippy tonight. I mean, between I Luka, and, Luka and D book, maybe yeah. a little bit, um, which I'm all, I'm all for it to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. It uh, the the Suns and the Mavs, at least for the next couple of years, are going to be an interesting rivalry to watch. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, Cardinals tomorrow. The return of D Hop, 
Robbie Anderson's probably not going to play a whole lot. Does it get better for this team? Don't think it can get much worse. That's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, <laughs> They've been playing really poorly the last few weeks. They've been so freaking bad. It, doesn't make so sense. Bad. it really doesn't make sense. They have talent. Just haven't yeah. been able to put it together. Yeah. I I just don't I don't get it, man. Like the um I'm just trying to think of like what what even could be like a, a reasoning for how bad they've been. It really doesn't make sense. And you know, sometimes it's easy to blame the coach, but I just don't think they're executing whatever the, the goal is, right? Yeah. Like the they've got they have the talent in especially offensively that even if the game plan's not perfect, they should be able to improvise something and, you know, make some plays and maybe Hopkins is the, the seed to getting that done, but it just, it has looked really strange so far. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I mean, I really hope that he is a bigger help. Um, I just, I don't, I think the good thing is the Saints. I mean, I really don't know what to expect from them. Um, I just, they, I don't know, man. I just, the Cardinals have just been so bad. Yeah. Like, and I'm covering that game tomorrow for Sports 360. So I will be there. I'll be, be able to witness it firsthand about what, you know, what goes on and what, you know, all that stuff. But I really hope that D Hop is kind of a savior, quote unquote. Now, the thing is, he can't be expected to do that the entire season. Like no, if they can't. like if they if they lose tomorrow night, then their their playoff hopes are really in trouble. Yeah. What are they at? So, three and three right now, two and four? Two and four. Two and four, yeah. Two and five is a whole different two and five, listening. and then what I, I think I was listening to Burns and Gambo earlier this week. I think uh Gambo said two and five, and then what you're expected to win, like maybe the last eight out of ten. Or yeah, whatever that's the it thing is. is if you, you have go to win like eight more, five, eight more games, to get a winning record, you have to go eight and two the rest of the way. That's crazy to me. Yeah. I just don't. I don't see it. No, it's really I just don't difficult. see it. That's a really, really big hole to climb out of, and I don't think the Cardinals have it to do it. No, I think they need to keep above water, so, keep treading a little bit here. It's an important game. Yeah, it definitely. That's is what's so great game. about the NFL, man. Is every week is important. Yeah. Exactly. All right, man. Let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, latest AIA playoff rankings. Um, volleyball is heating up. Volleyball. Just to kind of go over those, I don't think we've really hit on them as much. But since we're no. we're kind of doing a, a you know quicker show this week, so we'll be able to kind of hit on that. So uh, we'll go with four A through six A. So starting four A, um, South Point number one currently. This was last updated today. So this morning, as of Wednesday, October 19th, um, South Point, followed by Australia, Foothills, ALA, Gilbert, North Canyon, Deloro, Arcadia, Ar- uh, Cactus, Thunderbird, Micah Mountain, Deer Valley, and then Eastmark at number 10. Looking at the 5A, Millennium, Cactus Shadows, Horizon, Verado, Notre Dame Prep, Sunrise Mountain, Centennial, Ironwood Ridge, Canyon View, and Catalina Foothills. So that's the top 10 there. And finally, in 6A, we have Corona, Gilbert, Sanderdale, Connor, Hamilton, Perry, Liberty, Boulder, I'm sorry, Queen Creek. Sunny Slope, Xavier, and Mountain View as the top 10. So uh, I had a chance to go out there and see Hamilton Volleyball in practice. 
um, currently sitting um, number four right now at 13 and one with AIA games. And then I also saw Castile recently. Right now the Colts are at number oh they're five A. I forgot. Football's different. Uh, yeah. Right now they're number twelve in five A. Now the thing with Castile is you know AIA record wise they are currently eight and five, but they have nine losses total, and they have like twenty three wins. So yeah, like a lot. It just so happens that most of their losses have come in AIA games versus tournament games. Right. Um, and they they have a brand new coach this year. It's going to be a really good story that I've got coming out, at least I think. Um, he's really been good in terms of building that culture. And it, it's funny because I, I, I watched practice for a little bit yesterday. And the girls just, they joke around with him. Like, he'll, like, say something, like, kind of to be funny, but also teach him at the same time. And they'll like fire back a response, but yet also pick up what they're trying to be, you know, what they're being taught and like sure. fix the fix any mistakes that they made. It's a really cool relationship that they've, that they've got over there. And the problem with that team is, you know, they've had like four coaches in five years. So, and he told me, he's like, I'm here to stay. He's got a daughter that's going to be in the junior high program next year. He wants to see her get into the varsity program. Um, and just move all the way up. So he's going to be there for a while, which is really good. The continuity is going to yeah. be helpful for that team. You, need that. you do. You definitely do. So, uh, but volleyball, man, he was, I mean, even he was telling me like Horizon's obviously pretty good again. Notre Dame prep is pretty good again. Um, you know, just millennium is a juggernaut. Millennium is always good. Hamilton's always good. Gilbert moving up from five, a to six, a is still very, very good. Uh, currently number two, Corona del Sol is really good. And obviously O'Connor, uh, played in the championship last year against Hamilton. So uh, it's going to be fun down the stretch. Those those games for playoffs start pretty soon. The last week of the season is next week for volleyball. So um, it's crazy to think that we're almost done with fall sports already. It is crazy. Like, how does that happen? We're s- Most AAA football teams are six games in now um, out of yeah. 10. Yep. Uh, there's a f- select few that haven't had a bye yet, but not a lot of them. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I mean it's crazy. Yep. Uh move on to football. So uh really quick, let's go over I made this a last minute decision. Uh 1A football brackets actually or I'm sorry, one A football playoffs start Friday. So uh we first have number nine San Manuel against number eight superior, number twelve Lincoln Prep, the lone East Valley 1A football team that I mentioned. Uh, taking on Salome, that's the five seed. Number 11, Joseph City at number six, Cicero Prep. And number 10, El Capitan against number seven, Baghdad. Um, 1A, one through four gets the bye. So number one, Hayden. Number two, St. David. Number three, Muggiana. Number four, Williams all off for the first round of the playoffs. 2A rankings, Eric, if you haven't pulled up, I'll let you read them. If not, I can go ahead and do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. So 2A, uh, there are still a few undefeated teams um, just because it's a it's a large conference. There's 46 teams, yeah. so not everyone's going to end up playing each other. But number one is Marenzi at 8-0. Number two is Pima, 7-1. Holbrook, number three at 8-0. Camp Verde is six and zero. They had to. They got a couple forfeited games their way, um, yep. but they've they've won all their games they played. But they're at number four. Wilcox five. Scottsdale Christian six. 
Scottsdale Prep, seven, Tonopah Valley, eight, Santan Charter, nine, Heritage Academy, Levine, 10, Gilbert Christian, 11, Valley Lutheran, 12, Miami, 13, Veritas Prep, 14, Madison Highland, 15, and Sequoia Pathway at 16 rounds out the um, the playoffs. But right there, I'll just say, is 0. 0.0001 lower than Sequoia Pathway. So that's wow. about, that's literally as close as it gets. No room for error if you're, uh, if you're Sequoia there, huh? Yeah. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's, it's 1.1627 to 1.1628. It's one, one, I think one ten thousandth of a percentage. Wow. Or one one thousandth. And Sequoia's got Gilbert Christian and Santa Cruz left on the schedule. So that's going to be, those are two tough games. Yeah. And yeah, Alchese okay. has got St. John's and Red Mesa. So um, St. John's number 18 right now, and then Red Mesa even lower. So Yeah, that could be if they both went out. You know, the strength of schedule is also different for both of yeah. them. But um, it could be a, you know, you win by eight as opposed to win by four. Uh, might yep. make that little bit of a difference. We'll see. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, moving on to 3A rankings. Number one is Thatcher at 8. No. Number two is Eastmark. Number three is Push Ridge. Number four is Sholo. Number five, Paradise Honors. Number six, Sabino. Number seven, Valley Christian. Number eight, Florence. Number nine, Round Valley. Number 10, Mojave. Uh, moving on to number 11, which is Benson. Number 12 is Payson, 13, Santan Foothills, 14, Monument Valley, 15, Page, and 16 is Blue Ridge, the fighting Yellow Jackets slash Hathcocks. Yep. Um, Dysart sits about 0.4 below Blue Ridge at 5 and 3. Uh, Blue Ridge is 4 and 4, obviously just a tougher schedule. Um, Eastmark started the season off with a loss to Sholo, number 4. Since has won seven in a row, and that includes a win over. I'm sorry, they lost to Thatcher. I'm thinking about Valley Christian. My bad. That Eastmark lost to Thatcher second week of the season. Uh, that's after they went and put a beating on a, a New Mexico team, Robertson. Yep, Robertson yeah. from Las Vegas, New Mexico. Don't get it confused. Yeah. Then they lost by one point to Thatcher, number one Thatcher. Then they had a miraculous comeback that I saw in person against LA Gilbert North. And since then they've been dominant. Scores of 42 to 0, 45 to 10, 57 to 0, 54 to 7, 56, 19. This and they have Coolidge, who I fully expect them to beat. This yeah. team, this Eastmark team, legit. And to think, Eric, if they had those three transfers that went to Basha and are basically starting at, at a 6A program, this Eastmark team might be one of the better 3A teams that we've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, they're tremendously talented. They're very, very good. Um, Push Ridge, obviously very good. Push Ridge just got a good win over Valley Christian, which dropped Valley Christian number seven. Valley Christian was the team that rattled off six in a row after losing to Sholo in the first week of the season, but now they dropped to number seven, like I mentioned, at six and two overall. Um, really top heavy. I mean, Thatcher yeah. and East, Thatcher, Eastmark, Push Ridge. I would even put Sholo and Valley in there as terms of um, maybe favorites. Paradise Honors is the number five right now, but. I think they're still kind of young and same with and they haven't had the same strength of schedule as some of those top teams. Exactly. Now they both have really good quarterbacks though. Yeah. So 
Um, 3A looks good. I, I like the 3A bracket a lot. That's going to be really fun down the stretch, um, especially if we see like an East Mark Push Ridge kind of matchup. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, moving on to 4A, Eric, if you got it pulled up, I'll let you take it. Yeah. Cool. So we start 4A, not surprise, Arizona College Prep uh, out of your area in Chandler. Number yep. two is ALA Gilbert North. Three is Canyon Del Oro. Four is Marcos Deniza, one of three undefeated teams in the big school conferences at 6-0. and oh. Number five, Snowflake. Number six, Yuma Catholic. Number seven, Post and Butte. Number eight, Prescott. Number nine, Lake Havasu. 10 St. Mary's, 11 Buckeye, 12 Walden Grove, 13 Apache Junction, 14 Northwest Christian, 15 Combs, and 16 Bradshaw Mountain with Thunderbird right on their tails at 17. AZ College Prep plays ALA Gilbert North. On That's going to be a tremendous game. It's going to be a really good game. Uh, number one versus number two. It's going to be about as good as you can get. Marcos Deniza has Combs, followed by Post and Butte, Seton, and then AZ College Prep. I think we see a undefeated Marcos Deniza team against a one, maybe one loss, maybe an undefeated AZ, oh no, two loss, sorry. One or two loss AZ College Prep team in that game. Yeah. That's going to be, if it wasn't the same night as Chandler Hamilton, yeah, I would be there. Because that's going to be a really good game. If AZ College Prep and ALA Gilbert was not the same night as Saguaro Highland, I would be there. It, that's going to. I really hope someone from the Arizona Varsity team is out at that game because it's going to be very, very good. Um, Snowflake. Snowflake had a tough loss last week to ALA Gilbert. ALA Gilbert went up north to Snowflake and beat the Lobos. That's a tough team. Yeah, it's a really tough team. And now Snowflake has to turn around on a short week and come down to the Valley to play Apache Junction uh, on a Thursday. That's not an easy game at all. No, especially with travel, not at all. Um, so, and then Yuma Catholic. I think uh, Richard Stallworth is about 400 yards away from breaking the record. Is that right? Something, Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so he's getting, they have Glendale, Northwest, Peoria, and then St. Mary's. So I think... I think he gets it done in two games. He might get it done in one. Yeah. But for sure, too. Um, yeah. A lot of a lot of fun there. Uh, looking at 5A, number one is Notre Dame Prep, followed by Desert Mountain. So the people who were upset that Desert Mountain was ranked higher than Notre Dame Prep, there you go. It's fixed. Uh, Campo Verde at number three, ALA Queen Creek at four, followed by Higley at five, Horizon at six, Desert Edge at seven, Marana at eight, Cactus at nine, Gilbert at ten, Cactus Shadows at 11, Millennium at 12, Central at 13, Paradise Valley at 14, Casa Grande at 15, and Verado at 16, followed by Sunny Slope and the 5 and 1 Skyline Coyotes at number 18. Skyline's schedule has not been very strong, but you have to admire what they've been able to do this season. Absolutely. They so, have 5 yeah. and 1 is awesome for that team. Now, the thing is, the next two games for them are Desert Mountain, Notre Dame prep. So even with losses, that should theoretically help them. You would think um, so. But. I also am impressed by Paradise Valley, another 5-1 and one team. Yeah. Uh, that they, they're not usually that great of a winner. Um, and so it's cool to see. It is. It is. And Gilbert. 
Gilbert's being Gilbert's up there. Number 10 yeah. is pretty good for the Tigers there. Um, Desert at number seven is a bit of a surprise. I do think Desert is better than that. Um, in terms of the closest teams to the open division out of 5A, 4A, no one's in. It's, it's not happening. Um, 5A, the only team I really see having a chance, and I have them, I believe, in my open, is Notre Dame Prep right now. Um, they're 5-1. and one. Only loss came against Chandler, number one team in, this, in the open, which we'll get to. And they play Sunny Slope, Skyline, Cactus Shadows, and Gilbert. Notre Dame Prep should win out and be 9-1 and one on the year. So that should, in my opinion, get them in. But the open rankings also say otherwise, which we'll get to in just a second. Um, Desert Mountain should also win out, finish 9-1. and one. Desert Mountain will probably be the number one seed in 5A. Yeah, and I could think, very well win a championship. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, Desert Edge. Part mm-hmm. of the reason they're all, only seven is their strength of schedule. Yep. Um, they their two best teams on the schedule they lost to. Um, but they've got Sunrise Mountain, Millennium, and Cactus left. Millennium and Cactus are both in the playoffs right now. Um, if they were able to win those two games, it would really yeah. help their strength of schedule a lot. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, Eric, take over 6A, but skip all the open teams. So the entire open, which is skip all 6A. The open. Yep, yeah. skip the open. So a bit of a surprise to some of us, maybe not really, but Saguaro is the first team out uh, in the top seed in 6A. I don't expect that to last long, but no. at the moment they are. Well, maybe. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk we'll about see. that. We'll see. Yeah. Next is Sandra Day O'Connor at number two. Uh, number three is Highland, number four, Red Mountain, number five, Queen Creek, number six, Williamsfield, number seven, Mountain Ridge, number eight, Mountain Point, number nine, Shap, number 10, Perry, number 11, Valley Vista, 12, South Point Catholic, 13, Boulder Creek, 14, Mountain View, 15, Cesar Chavez, 16, Desert Ridge, 17, Mesa, and checking in at a 5-1 and one record at number 16 is Trevor Brown. You say 16? Oh, no, that's 14. 18. That's, that's 18, yeah. 18, right? 20, what's 26 minus 8? 18. 18, yeah. So, Mesa, so, so right, right now, so Mesa and Trevor Brown are on the outside looking in. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I, with the, I, it has the it's, numbers. It's hard, I know. It's there. hard. It's really hard. I really wish Math's they would not my kind strong of, suit. I wish they would take those programs completely out. But yeah, of the because it says on the six A rankings, it still has the top eight teams yeah. um, as one through eight, and so yeah. I was counting down and messing up the numbers in my head. Either way, Desert Ridge is currently the last team in for the six A playoffs as it stands right now. So let's break this down. Centennial plays Boulder Creek. And Corona plays Desert Vista. Saguaro has Highland this week. And those two teams are all separated by less than a point. All three of them. Mm -hmm. Saguaro beats Highland on Friday. Saguaro's right back in the open division. Agreed. Um, Corona probably is the one that gets jumped out or bumped out just because Desert Vista right now is number, I think, 20. If you factor in the open teams and take them out of the 6A rankings. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Now, obviously desert Vista has been playing better at times this year. Um, that's not a team that Corona should sleep on because they still have a lot of weapons. 
But nonetheless, I do think with a win, Sawaro's back in the open division. Now, here's the thing, though. A loss, and Sawaro is probably going to be number one or number two in 6A for the playoffs, like in weeks from now. Um, If Highland wins, does Highland get jumped into the open division? I would bet so because Sawaro really improves their strength of schedule. It does. Um, I would bet they're so Highland sitting at a nine three seven right now. I would bet it's you know ten or eleven, maybe a two significant jump after that game. And here's the thing: Highland has a chance to beat Saguaro this week, and then beat number four in the open division, Pinnacle, next week. If Highland wins those two games, they're in the open division. Put them in. Agreed. Put the Hawks in. Now the thing is, though, Highland's offense has been struggling. Yeah, no, neither They're, of those games are easy wins by any stretch. The defense is really, really going to have to play its best football to to do that. Um, so it's going to be interesting. And then you have still have Senator O'Connor. O'Connor has a chance still to get in um, games against Valley Vista. Obviously, if O'Connor goes and beats Liberty in two weeks, put him in the open division. They deserve it. But yeah, I don't see that happening. I just think Liberty is is too good, honestly. I'm going to be 100% honest right now. I think it's Chandler, Liberty, or some combination of the two, and then everybody else. Yep. Those two teams right now are just head and shoulders above everybody else. It's last year's Alabama and Georgia that everybody knew pretty much better than everyone else in college and, football. And I know people from Hamilton might look at me and be like, well, what do you mean? You, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know it was week two. I don't think Chandler or Liberty get blown out by Gorman like that. Yeah, who knows? But now Hamilton's been playing better. I will say that. But yeah, they have. I just I don't think in week two, Chandler or Liberty get blown out by Gorman like that. Those two teams could very well beat Gorman, and Gorman's good. Gorman is very good. Yeah, but and Hamilton has a chance to prove something um, oh, yeah. tomorrow. To we're recording Wednesday. They play at Basha they tomorrow. Play at Basha. They put up a good performance tomorrow. They, they could have an argument. And they have Castillo, Westwood, and then obviously the big matchup against Chandler left over. So, um, I mean, look, don't count Hamilton out. I'm not saying no, that. Not at all. And don't count Basha out either. Basha no. jumped from number three to five <laughs> with the rankings for open, which yeah. we'll go over. I might as well go over right now since we're going to talk about him. Uh, so currently open division, a lot of movement. I was actually really surprised, to be completely honest. Um Last week, Liberty was number one. This week, even with Liberty playing a game and Chandler being off, Chandler jumped him and went to number one. Uh, then Liberty's at two. Hamilton went from five, I believe, to three, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Pinnacle went from – no, I think Hamilton went from four to three. Pinnacle went from five to four. And Basha went from three to five after losing to Liberty. Um, and then being off. I don't. I don't know. Um, beats me. Uh, and then Castile stayed at number six. Centennial moved in to the open and dropped Desert Mountain out. So Centennial's at number seven. And then Corona moved in and dropped Saguaro out. So Corona's number eight. Um, this Corona team is no joke, though. This Corona team is very good. They have played much better since their opening season loss to Ham uh, Chandler, or second week of the season loss to Chandler. But yeah. I mean, look, these rankings are still going to change a lot. Yeah, of course. 
There's I was still, still four weeks left in the season. I, I was very surprised to see this much movement, especially with Chandler, Hamilton, Vasha, and Castile all off. I was very surprised. The thing um, is that with most teams having played six, a few having played seven, each game means a lot more to the rankings right now than it will in yeah. a week. Uh, in in three, four weeks, when everyone's played 10 games, each game will be 10% of the ranking rather than whatever, uh, like 13, 14-ish right now. Um, that's a significant difference. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of movement still to come. Um, I was surprised by how much there was this past week, but again, these aren't going to be the same going forward. I think no. the only two you can really lock in right now are one and two in some combination. In my opinion, that's Chandler Liberty. Yeah, and that's if they keep winning out. That's it. That. And, and anything can happen. So, yeah. Uh, what game are you going to be at this week? I will be at Coconino versus Mingus Union. It's Coconino's homecoming. Um, nice. They're struggling right now. They're two and four. They've had a lead in three of the four games that they've lost. Two of them, they wow. had 21 point leads. Um, blew both of those. But if they go six and four, if they are able to win the last four games, which is not a given at all, but it's doable, yeah. they'll be in the 4A playoffs, I believe, because um, mm-hmm. they've still got to play Prescott and they've got to play Bradshaw, who are both solid teams in the 4A. Um, and they've got obviously their game against Flagstaff to end the year. If they do go four and no, uh, from this point on, I think they have a really good shot. But they have to start it here with Mingus. Yeah. Last year, Cooper French had three over 300 yards on the ground uh, against Mingus in this game, broke the school rushing record. Mm-hmm. Um, he's having a solid year, but he hasn't done that yet. Um, so we'll see if we'll see if they're able to get over the hump. Only because you brought it up on Twitter that I decided not to interact with. Uh, my fantasy football team is also two and four. Good. Yeah. Awful. Although I'm hoping D hop helps me. So we'll see. Um, anyway, I will be at Cardinals tomorrow for sports 360. So make sure you follow me on Twitter for that. Um, and I'll have a game story and stuff, obviously. Um, and then I will be at Saguaro and Highland on Friday at Highland. The first time i'm seeing highland this year and it's back at highland where my i'm you know my old stomping grounds so do you um, remember like where an old locker is or anything like 100 i yeah. i could go in there and point out my locker 100 yeah i could now i think they repainted it but in the it was always a tradition we're in this little hallway that connects the varsity locker room to like the freshman locker room i don't know why it connected that those two um there was always there's a hallway and it was like those like classic like white bricks or whatever, you yeah. know, and it was a tradition for every senior, every class to go in there and actually write their name inside the little grooves. So uh, I, I think they've remodeled and painted it since then, uh, because I did actually there was a couple of years ago, I went into the locker room um, after I was out there at a practice and stuff with Chile, and I actually snuck back there to go look and it was like repainted. Mm. So. Or else I would I would go and find my name and everything too, um, but yeah, no, I know exactly which locker it was. I was the door to that hallway, and then one, two on top. I was right here. I know exactly. I could go point it out. Like I that. couldn't. What I could yeah. do is the old athletic club that I used to play. Uh, you know, practice stuff at had pictures of all the high school teams from Rochester. Um, and the team, the school team that they had from ours, 
everybody's name was spelled wrong. Yeah. There was a U in my name. Um, any U. Oh, like any U. Oh. Yeah. And I don't know if it was Pat Ruff, the, the longtime Rochester Post Bulletin sports reporter. I'm sure he doesn't watch this program, but Pat Ruff, I think you spelled everyone's name wrong. Um, Come on, Pat. Yeah. No, Pat's a good guy. It was probably whatever photographer was working. Oh. Um, you know, technically, if he put N-E-U-U-M-A-N, he got it right. That's true. N-E-W. Yeah, man. That's right. Newman. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be at Saguaro Chandler. I'm Saguaro Chandler. Saguaro Highland. Uh, Q Homecoming by Kanye West. That's where I'll play the music. Not really. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm not actually going to do that. Um, but um, but no, it'll be fun. It'll be first time seeing Highland. First time seeing Saguaro, um, which I've kind of tried to do that this year a lot is try to get try to see teams that I haven't seen this year. Is like, it their homecoming new. game? Highland? I don't know. Maybe. It's around that time. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like choosing Saguaro for your homecoming game, though, isn't exactly That's the best idea. No. But then again, my homecoming game as a senior, we played Basha, and they beat us like 45 to nothing. So Yeah. Sometimes you don't you never know. Sometimes it just happens. It, sometimes it just happens. Um, so, yeah, um, that's where we're at right now. So, and then uh, catch me on the radio Saturday morning. I'm going to be very tired. I'm always tired in the fall. I don't, yeah. I don't actually get to sleep until after the state championship games. That's right. So anyway, best thing you ate in the last week. We talked about this something similar a few weeks ago. Peanut butter. GF brought their peanut butter back. But within the last two weeks, GIF reduced fat is back at fries. They don't have it at Safeway yet, but they have it at it. fries. I, I don't care it. if they're salmonella. I don't care if it's got whatever gross disease you want to say is in there. I'm eating it. I'm eating a lot of it. And I've been gorging myself on this peanut butter since then. That's the best thing I've eaten in the last week because I've eaten a lot of it. I respect it. I respect it. Uh, Best thing I in the last week on Sunday when the Cardinals were losing to Seattle, I went to the porch in Gilbert. Cool little place. Has a lot of TVs. Yeah. Um, they had a Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and it was Ooh. very, very good. Now, granted, not the best I've ever had. Dave's, better. I have not had the Dave's here. I had it in California. Dave's was is it better. the same Dave's, or is it just a different guy named Dave? No, it's the same Dave's. Same mm-hmm. chain and everything. So I can't – I do want to go see – go to uh, go to that Dave's, though. I got I to gotta hit that eventually, but I'm going to let the lines die down. It's like – it's like when uh, White Castle opened in Scottsdale. I waited like two months, and then like I realized that it wasn't even worth the wait because honestly, no, White it was Castle horrible. Stinks. It was horrible. It's really um, bad. All three of you viewers on Facebook, I think, is how we see those numbers. If you like White Castle, I'm sorry, but it was awful. Um, <clears throat> yeah, McDonald's was better. I almost got um, robbed in a White Castle once. The employee came out though, so I didn't. Like there was a janitor walking by. And so I think the guy who was about to rob me or do something very not pleasant um, was stopped because there was somebody there watching. 
Shout out to White Castle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's a good place. White Cap Castle's opening up in Tempe near ASU. Sounds like a waste of space to me. Yeah. Open a Starbucks. Or Great. something else. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even care. Um, I don't like White Castle. What could they open up? There's enough canes. There's enough Starbucks too. Yeah, but Starbucks is still good. Um, I don't know. What could they open up? Anything else? In Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> open in Arby's. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I went over mine. Sweet. That's it. Let's go watch the Suns game. Okay. That's right. Um. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Hoffler, at Newman Rights, at AZHSFB, and at Arizona Varsity. Follow the entire Arizona Varsity team. I know a lot of us are going to be out at different games, so a lot of coverage coming. Um, Varsity Extra, who I actually full-time work for, uh, we will have coverage of, I think, Corona Desert Vista, Mountain Point Dobson, and then Swirl Highland. Sorry. <clears throat> I was trying to not to do that, but my I, I forgot to bring... I forgot to bring my water over, so my it's really like emotional that you're going back to Highland. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, so anyway, yeah, give us all a follow on Twitter at uh, shout out to all.net. And until next week, we will talk to you all next week. <laughs>